Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to today's presentation. My name is Conan. Hopefully, everyone had a great Merry Christmas. You spent some time with your loved ones, with your friends and family, had some good foods, took a nice little break from the gym, and hopefully now you're ready to attack your fitness goals again. So in today's presentation, I'm going to be talking all about New Year's resolutions because right now, guys, we're in like this awkward stage where the holidays are pretty much almost over. We've gone through Christmas Eve. We've gone through Christmas Day. We even had Thanksgiving a month ago, and it seems like right now we're like seven days away from like New Year's, and it's like we're in this like weird, awkward stage where it's like a week in between the two days where okay do i fully get back on track with my fitness goals or do i still kind of like hang around and be lazy and just like eat a bit more food than i usually do and kind of like take a couple days off the gym like it's like this really awkward stage right and so in today's presentation i want to take the time on how you can actually set yourself up to have a great successful start as we head into 2024 when it comes to your health and fitness goals. So with that out of the way, let's just jump straight into it. So as we head into the new year, 2024, literally a couple of days away now, you may be getting super excited about setting your new year's resolutions. I'm sure you guys have some big goals in mind, especially when it comes to fitness, whether it's maybe seeing your six pack abs for the first time, or maybe hitting a certain weight on the scale, or maybe a certain weight um, on the bench press or the squat or the deadlift or whatever it may be, right? Hopefully you guys have some type of goals in mind. Really quickly here, make sure that it is actually a realistic goal. We'll kind of touch about that a bit later on in today's presentation. And this is what I do not want you guys to do. And I used to make this mistake in the past numerous times before. I got into fitness at a very early age, around 14, 15. And I used to make this mistake pretty much for like three or four years straight in a row. I did not learn my lesson at all because obviously when the new year comes around, it's when you're like done eating all the crab food during Christmas time, when you're like, you're done feeling lazy and you're kind of like motivated to like start a kind of like a new you version, like a new version. Like, okay, as we head into the new year, I'm going to be 100% on my diet or I'm going to be 100% on my workouts. I'm not going to skip a single day. I'm going to go on a run every single day, cold showers every single day, nothing but healthy food in my kitchen, right? And this approach being either 100% on your diet or 100% on your workout schedule, whatever it may be, or 100% being off, this mindset will sabotage your long-term fitness goals. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, like, what's wrong with having like this all or nothing approach? Isn't it good to be like 100% on your health and on your fitness goals as opposed to like half-assing it? Yes, but when it comes to fitness, this isn't a short-term approach, right? Like we often like to put like these limitations on our health and fitness goals when realistically speaking, like I hope you guys want to be healthy for the rest of your life and not just for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, right? And so if you start to put deadlines or once you have this kind of like binary approach, this binary way of thinking, as we kind of think about our fitness goals, it is going to sabotage your long-term fitness goals. And so instead of thinking binary, thinking I'm either healthy or I'm not healthy, I'm either on my diet or I'm off my diet, think more on a spectrum, meaning that how healthy am I, right? Because Defining health is really difficult, right? And defining like I'm either on my diet or I'm off my diet is really difficult, right? Because what does that actually mean? And everyone's definition is going to be different. To some people, it may mean only eating chicken, broccoli, and rice seven days out of the week, right? Whereas to other people, it may mean maybe just like not eating brownies every day, right? Or it may mean something completely different, right? And so the definition of like healthy or like what is healthy and what is not healthy is kind of like really muddy in terms of like, there's no like clear definition of it. And so I do want to touch on like our definition here at Barbarian Physique of what a healthy, sustainable, long-term fitness goal looks like. But before I touch on that, I want you guys to think about this. 
one salads will make you healthy. I want you guys to imagine like a 30-day calendar. And for the past 29 days, you were eating junk food all the time. You missed all your workouts. You did not get your steps in. You neglected your sleep. But then on this one day, on the 30th day of the calendar, you ate a salad. Is that going to make you healthy? Is that going to help you get your six pack? Probably not, right? And you guys know this, right? But then the same thing applies to, okay, well, let's flip the script. Let's say for 29 days out of the month, you were on top of your stuff. You were in a calorie deficit. You were eating healthy. You were working out regularly. You got your sleep in all the time. You managed your stress levels. But on this one day, the 30th day, you maybe had like a donut or you had like a couple of brownies. Is that going to ruin all your progress? No, of course not, right? But we often think that one bad meal, that one bad cheat day is going to ruin all of our progress, right? And then what happens, or at least I used to do this, is that once I did have that one slip up, I had like a couple of good days strong in a row where I was like really on top of myself, on top of my health, my, my nutrition, my workouts. But then maybe like randomly on like the 22nd day, maybe I was out with my friends and they kind of like peer pressure me to like, eat some junk food or they made me skip my workout, for example, right? Once that happens, we often like to like go down this rabbit hole of saying that, okay, you know what, considering I already had this donut, I might as well just completely get off my diet, right? Or you'll be like, okay, you know what, because I missed my workouts on a Wednesday, I might as well just like not go to the gym for the rest of the week, right? You let one bad day, you let one bad slip up ruin the entire day or the entire week. And if you're not careful, the entire month, right? And I think a lot of people do this, especially during the holiday season. I think this usually happens around like Halloween time, like right after Halloween, the 31st of October, people will have a bunch of candy right on Halloween. And then come November 1st, it's like three weeks away from Thanksgiving dinner. And they'll tell themselves, you know what, because it's three weeks away, I might as well just kind of like not really go all in on my fitness goals. I might as well just like have a couple more treats here and there, right? And then three weeks later, come Thanksgiving Day, to eat a bunch more food during a food coma. They wake up the next morning feeling bloated, unmotivated, and then they'll look at their calendar and they'll be like, oh, wow, Christmas is almost a month away now. Um, it's going to be really difficult. Family's coming into town. There's going to be snacks and treats at work and stuff. It's going to be really difficult for me to get back on track. I might as well just like take the next month off as well, right? Come Christmas Day, you do the same thing, Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, and then you're in this awkward phase where Christmas just ended, but now you think to yourself, okay, well, next week is going to be the new year, 2024. Okay, you know what? It's like, there's only a week left. Like, I've kind of been slacking on my fitness goals anyway. I might as well just like carry this on and then come the new year, January 1st, new year, new me. I'll be completely back on my diet again. I'll be back to my regular workout routine. I'll be back to sleeping lots more and reducing my stress levels. I'm like back on my grind, right? And as you guys can tell, this all or nothing approach is very unhealthy because you've, you've seen it just in real life, right? People do this. I did some research before today's presentation and a lot of people where they gain most of their fats out of the year starts from October 31st. So literally right after Halloween up until the end of December. So there's like a two month span, which is like during the holiday season, it's getting colder outside. There's more food around, comfort food, right? Like we love having food around us when it's like cold outside. It makes us feel cozy, makes us feel comfortable, right? But that's where the majority of the people gain the majority of their weight between that October 31st to December 31st time frame like a sick no sorry i was gonna say six month 60 day time frame a two month time frame where people just like completely neglect their health and as you guys can tell this all or nothing approach where i'm either on my diet or i'm either off my diet is not a healthy way to go about it because it's really difficult to kind of like 
get back on track again, right? Whereas if we were to flip the script and say, okay, you know what? It was Halloween. We had a couple of treats, a couple of candies, but I'm going to get back on track again the very next day. And that, by the way, guys, is what separates those who are in shape versus those who aren't. They simply get back on track again, right? They simply just stay consistent with their health and fitness goals. They do not let one bad day or even a couple bad days or even a bad week derail them from your ultimate health and fitness goals, right? We all have a bad day. We all slip up. We all have that pizza that we should not have. We all have a couple more snacks that we should not have eaten, right? But the people who you see in shape, like they they 100% do that. I do that myself, right? There's people who have amazing physiques, amazing health that do slip up, right? But then you look at them and they still have a six pack. They're still super healthy. It's like, okay, what is the difference between them and this other person who also has the same goals in mind? It simply comes down to being consistent. People slip up. We all mess up. But as long as you get back on the wagon again and stay consistent with your health and fitness goals, stay consistent with your workouts, stay consistent with your diet, you will see the results that you're looking for, right? And so I want you guys to keep in mind, as you set your goals for 2024, do not have this all or nothing approach. Do not have this binary approach where I'm either on my diet or I'm off my diet. I'm either on my workout routine or I'm off my workout routine. Think more of a spectrum. If you miss a day, that's totally fine. Just get back on track again the very next day. It's what you do over a consistent period of time that's going to dictate your long-term results. So going back to my last example, one salad won't make you healthy the same way one burger won't make you fat. If you have 10,000 burgers, sure, that may get you fat. And if you have 10,000 salads, then yes, absolutely. Like if you do that over the span of like months and years, then yeah, you will lose weight and become healthier, right? And now this is why fad diets aren't sustainable or like these exercise gimmicks that you may see like some of the influencers you see on social media kind of put out during this time of year where they're trying to like sell their program to you. They're trying to sell their diet plan to you. As you guys can tell by all these magazines, I see these magazines all the time at the grocery store, the paleo diet, the keto diet, the South Beach diet. I've actually never heard that before. The 10 day detox diet cookbook, like all these, like they sound really like just like appealing, right? It's like, oh my goodness, I can go on a 10 day detox and lose all my belly fat, where I can go on like the 60 day fast track diets and I can lose all my belly fat. Like it all sounds really appealing, right? It sounds super exciting. It's like, if I can just sustain this for 60 days and I reach my fitness goals, I mean, I can suffer through this for 60 days, right? But what they don't show you, is all the testimonials that people may talk about or that you may see on the magazines, right? They may actually lose the 20 pounds that is promised, right? They may very well do that. And that is totally possible. You can lose weight pretty, pretty quickly, right? And actually, by the way, there's a big difference between losing weight and losing body fat um, because losing weight implies that you're both losing fat and muscle at the same time, whereas losing body fat simply applies that you're just losing your body fat while maintaining, if not building some muscle along the way, right? Which is hopefully what most of you guys want, right? I'm hoping none of you guys want to just like completely lose your muscle and lose your fat and turn into like the Joker, for example, or like Schmeagel or like this like skinny, fat, frail person. Like, no, you want to look healthy. You want to have strong bones, strong muscles while still seeing your six pack, right? It's like that is hopefully a desirable physique to most people, right? Anyway, going back to what I wanted to say, you may see people lose 20 pounds on these diets or 30 pounds or whatever they may promise you. And that is totally possible. But what they don't show you is all the weights that the people gain back again afterwards. They do not show you that part because they only show you the results. But then after the results happen, they let the person go and they go back to their old habits, right? And this is why it is so, so important to not just have this arbitrary goal in mind of like, 
I want to lose 20 pounds. But instead, have your goal be, I want to develop this habit. And once I have this habit, it'll feel more easier for me to actually achieve this fitness goal. Like if your habit is to start exercising more regularly, it makes going to the gym a lot more fun and a lot more sustainable, right? Because if you have to force yourself to go to the gym or if you view eating healthy as a chore, any chores, like you hate doing chores, right? And it's like, it's going to be really unsustainable and really difficult to do that over a long period of time to actually stick with that, right? And so this is why the key to seeing long-term sustainable results on your health and fitness journey is to set or have goals that create healthier habits. Like I want to develop the habit of maybe walking more regularly. I want to create the habit of maybe sleeping a bit more. I want to create the habit of maybe exercising more often. I want to create the habit of eating healthier, of maybe weighing my food a bit more, or maybe track my food more diligently, right? Once you have the habit of doing all these things, you'll pretty much be on autopilot, right? Because I personally, and like, I'm not saying this to boast or just to whatever, like I'm just saying this because it's a fact, like I am on autopilot right now. I've developed all the habits I need to succeed in my fitness journey for the rest of my life. It took me a couple of years to kind of like get used to this lifestyle, to get used to like doing all this stuff, right? But over time, as I stacked habits on top of habits, on top of habits of tracking my food, of counting my macros, of going to the gym regularly, of tracking my progress, of weighing myself, of doing all this stuff, right? I'm at the point now where it literally feels weird for me not to do all these stuff, right? It feels weird for me not to go to the gym on a day that I'm assigned to go to the gym. It feels weird for me not to track my macros. It feels weird for me not to eat healthy all the time. Like you guys will start to notice this as well. Like once you start creating some momentum and start developing the habits necessary to see long-term and sustainable results on your fitness journey and you have a couple of days off, you'll start to like feel kind of weird about yourself because your new identity has shifted and has changed towards a healthier person, right? And so now that you've kind of like developed yourself into this healthier person, now that you kind of like see yourself as a healthier person and now once you have certain actions that don't really align with that certain person that you've become now, you'll start to like feel kind of like outside of your own skin a bit. You'll start to feel a bit awkward, right? Because you've created this identity for yourself now after like months and years of working towards it, of being healthier, of working out and all this stuff, right? That's when you start to shift away from that. Maybe you have a couple of days when you're maybe sick or something, or maybe a couple of days when you're on the road trip with your boys, with your friends, family, whatever it may be, where you'll start to like feel a bit weird about yourself. It's like, hang on, this doesn't feel like, like I'm, I don't feel like myself anymore. Like I, I haven't gone to the gym in what, three, four days now. That's not me. I haven't tried my food. I haven't eaten healthy in a couple of days. No, that's not me. Right. And so over time, as you start to develop the habits, you become the actual person that actually not only has the results he wants, but it can actually sustain the results he wants. Right. And where all these fad diets kind of go wrong is that they don't help you develop the habits necessary to actually turn into person who actually can sustain those results. Anyone, like I guarantee right now, if I were to get a, an obese person right now and I were to give them a six pack just magically, right? I guarantee you the chances of them sustaining that six pack are going to be 0% because they did not develop the habits necessary. They just revert back to their old habits of eating McDonald's for breakfast, McDonald's for lunch, McDonald's for dinner. And they just and they're like not moving, not exercising, and they're going to gain all the weight back again, right? So that's pretty much the analogy I like to use when people lose all the weights on like these diets, but then they gain it all back again. They have not developed the habits necessary. So I want you guys to keep that in mind as you start to develop or start to like write out some of the fitness goals you may have for 2024 or even like any other habits, right? Focus more on the habits you need to become this person or to achieve those results rather than having this arbitrary goal in mind of like, I want to lose 20 pounds. Like, okay, let's say you want to lose 20 pounds, right? Like, okay, what actions, what steps do I have to take to actually do this?
And not only to do this, but actually to keep the weight off, right? Because when it comes to health and fitness, the entire point is not just to get healthy, to get fit. It's to stay fit, right? Because I assume most of you guys don't just want to have a six pack for one day and then lose and gain all the weight back again the very next day. Like I really hope not, right? And so take a more balanced approach to your health and fitness goals instead of having this like all or nothing kind of like approach. One thing I like to say as we kind of enter today's presentation is if you can't do something for the rest of your life, or if you can't see yourself doing something for the rest of your life, don't do it for a day. I know this is a pretty like, not really extreme, but really like almost like a moderate type of way to like look at things. But let's say you're considering starting like this new diet, let's say the keto diet, right? And it says you can never have carbs again. Realistically speaking, if you can never see yourself eating carbs again, which I highly doubt. Well, it's like, why even do it in the first place, right? Because yes, you may get some results, but you know, deep down that you'll probably revert back to carbs again, right? And once you do, you're going to get all the way back again. So take more of a balanced approach. I always preach the 80-20 rule to you guys. 80% of the time, focus on eating whole, natural, single green foods. And the other 20%, you can definitely indulge in whatever junk or sweet food you may desire. Have a couple of chips, have a couple of donuts, have a couple of burgers, whatever it may be. As long as you're just like this healthy balance there, and as long as you hit your calories and macros for the day that align with your health and fitness goals, you'll be absolutely set. I know this isn't the answer you're looking for, guys, but do yourselves a favor and do your future self a favor as well and take a more balanced approach to your health and fitness goals as we head into 2024. Don't make the mistake I made where you have this really extreme approach of this all or nothing approach, thinking binary, I'm either on top of my stuff or I'm either completely out of it and cheating on my diet. Don't do that to yourself. It's not going to lead to anywhere. You'll just end up spinning your wheels in circles and circles and circles. And come next year, October time, October 31st, you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you kind of like let yourself go again. And then two months later, the New Year's comes around and then you have this big goal in mind, but then you just end up just like not getting anywhere, right? So hopefully all this made sense. You guys, if you do have any questions for me, as always, just let me know. But I'm really looking forward to just heading into 2024. I personally have some big goals in mind. Hopefully you guys do as well. And with that away, I'll speak to you all soon. Peace.